This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on negotiations on government funding. Number two, McCarthy's quest for 218. And number three, FTX, shocker, Sam Bankman-Fried won't be testifying. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Man, Friday's coming quick, that December 16th deadline, but it appears that we will have uh, averted a shutdown with a short-term CR putting us to December 23rd, and then it's the future is still unknown, according to the Magic 8-Ball. Yes, the future is unknown. Um, So let's talk about this for a second. So the House is going to put to the Rules Committee today a short-term, one-week stopgap measure. Um, They'll go to the floor on Wednesday. They should be able to pass that with relatively um, no uh, uh, problem, although they just have a two-seat majority right now, the Democrats do. Um, That will allow for more negotiations over an omnibus. Now, let us think about this for a minute. If you have an omnibus, so actually, let's take a step back. I talked to Richard Shelby yesterday, um, the top Republican on the Senate Appropriations Committee, who is the lead kind of negotiator here, and he told us they were making good progress, and he was more confident this week than last than they'll get that they'll get a an omnibus spending bill. Now, let's talk about timeline. Let's just actually assume that they get a top line number today. Remember, they don't have a top line number. You know, so it's not that we're waiting for the bill to come out. They don't even have the top line number. So let's assume, and this will be of interest to a lot of people who are in our world who um, are looking for a vacation this month. So pay close attention. I.e. Anna Palmer of keen interest to me. Yeah, keen interest to reporters and, uh, uh, and, and people on Capitol Hill and lobbyists. Although they'll probably take a vacation anyway. But um, (laughs) so let's talk about this. So let's say they get a top line number today. Shelby thinks it will take four or more likely five days to get the bill together. So that means this weekend. And I, I assume these things tend to drop on Sunday night or on Monday night after you know, after having, uh, after, you know, they get a top line number, they just, they take all weekend, whatever. So let's say for argument's sake, in a very optimistic situation, they get a bill Sunday night or, and they, it's out Monday at some point, Monday afternoon, the house will move on it Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, it's going to be a 4,000 page bill probably. So the, people would be within their rights to say they want a little time to review it although they probably won't get it. Um, and then they, so let's say it gets out of the house on Tuesday. Let's be completely optimistic. I don't think that'll happen. Gets to the Senate on Wednesday. The Senate needs, I mean, listen, if they get consent, they could do it in 35 seconds. They're not going to get consent, I don't think, because 
you have conservatives like Rick Scott and, you know, whatever, Mark, Mike Braun and all these people who don't want to move quickly because they think it is, you know, they don't want it on the bus. So they probably drag this out. The Senate's going to need roughly a week. They're not. I mean, so that means they're probably going to have to come back. I mean, famous last words. We have no idea. But if you had to guess, they get it next Wednesday. There's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday's the 23rd. Um, I, I don't think they could do it in three days. I, I've been told they'll come back maybe on the 28th. Um, that's the Wednesday after Christmas. Christmas is a Sunday. So anything could happen. But just reading the body language, um, and this is, by the way, if they get a top-line deal today, I don't okay. know that they're going to get a top-line deal today. So anyway, that's... That's All right, so are. it's clear as mud. As, by the, the way, future. as Mitch McConnell, as Mitch McConnell, our friend Burgess Effort at Politico always says, you know, we always laugh when McConnell kind of just throws up his arms and says, "We are where we are." <laughs> that's kind of the mood right now. We well, are. Well, I don't know if that. I mean, it feels to me, you know, I don't know. You've been pessimistic on this for a long time. I feel like that everybody is having positive body language. The option of going of of passing some kind of a smaller CR and giving this mess to House Republicans and Democrats in the new year is not what anybody wants. I don't care what anybody says in terms of in leadership that that that's what they're going to, you know, they don't want it. So to me, it feels a little bit more like, yes, I think you're right. We don't quite know. Is it going to happen by the 23rd? Will we have to come back after Christmas for a few days? But it doesn't feel like we're veering off course at this point in the sense that the two sides are are throwing their hands up saying, you know what, it's over. Republicans are, you know, aren't negotiating. Democrats aren't negotiating. I mean, don't you think it's it feels like they are going to want to um, come together here? Sure. Yeah. It doesn't seem it doesn't. The body language is fine. I'm not I'm not even suggesting the body language is bad at this. point. It actually got better yesterday. Right. Uh, um, I mean, Shelby met with McConnell. I mean, yeah, it got better yesterday, but that that still doesn't i mean the institution only moves as fast as its slowest member right like in the senate and you know if if those conservatives want christmas then they will then they are able to get it if they don't then they're not you know if they, if they want to come back after christmas then you know and then the question becomes are there 10 republican votes you know 5 6 days before republican house republicans take the majority I think yes, but some people have brought that up to me. Like, what happens then, you know? But listen, McCarthy McCarthy doesn't want a funding fight in January. He said that to me in October. I mean, obviously his political calculus has changed, but he doesn't, you know, so so anyway, that's kind of the that's kind of the vibe right now. Um and uh we'll see how I mean, listen, we are talking to to Shelby and Leahy every, you know, hour on the hour it seems like. So, and Shelby, remember, these are two men who have been in Congress since the 1970s, who have been appropriators for a long time, who want a, an omnibus bill. So, you know, that that's also a dynamic. All right, let's go on to the number two story of the morning. Kevin McCarthy's unending quest for 218. Um, it seems a little bit like, to me, it's almost like whack-a-mole right now, right? He takes care of one problem and then another arises and another arises. And he's just trying to kind of figure out how to win the game here uh, and get to that magic number, the latest uh, effort, really being around the idea of the motion to vacate. He has said... 
publicly uh, not surprising uh, that he doesn't want to change the rules back to where how it used to be where any single member could raise that and then, you know, cause a ma- massive problem for leadership. Uh, Pelosi changed that when she was speaker. And now there's going to be a, a big kind of moment here for Republicans. Do these conservatives um, and the more hardliners, are they going to be successful in changing whether it's one vote? Is it five votes? Um, it, it's a it's interesting thing to watch here. Yeah, and the thing we've been focusing on or we focused on today is the motion of vacate. Um, this is the mechanism by which the um, the House can remove a speaker. Nancy Pelosi, it used to be one member can go to the floor and, and call a, a snap kind of um, uh, a referendum on the speaker. Now it is a um, – now it has to be a party leader at the behest of their conference or caucus. So conservatives want to change it back. Um I think McCarthy's going to have to bend on this. I do. I mean, he doesn't want to, but I just think, to be frank with you, um, there has to be the, the conservatives are just going to want this as a failsafe. McCarthy might be able to raise the threshold to something like twenty or thirty to to get a a, a motion of vacate vote. But it, it, it's not going to be at the behest of the conference, um, I don't think. And uh, this is going to come to a head tomorrow uh, on Wednesday in a rules meeting that House Republicans are hosting. So, you know, I, it's going to be difficult. And I I, 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 I just think, you know, I, I talked to, to Scott Perry, the one of the McCarthy detractors, met with McCarthy on last night, Monday night. I was staking that out. He said Thomas Jefferson wrote it, lasted essentially for a couple hundred years. Nancy Pelosi changed it. Why shouldn't that accountability last for everyone? Um, that's his view. That's what he's thinking. So, you know, that's how he that's I I just think something's gonna have to give in this in this stare down. Gonna be interesting to watch. We will be all over that. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Wow. Our very own Brendan Peterson was all teed up and ginned up to cover uh, the House Financial Services Committee hearing that was supposed to feature virtual testimony from Sam Bankman-Fried, the former CEO of the collapsed crypto exchange FTX. But then he was arrested last night by authorities in the Bahamas at the request of the DOJ just about five hours after telling a Twitter Spaces audience he didn't expect to be arrested. Whoops. Uh, this is going to be uh, an interesting development here. The committee hearing will continue on, uh, particularly as there is a, a real energy and, and kind of effort by some members that think that they need to kind of figure out some legislation or push um, the regulators to move on making changes to how crypto is regulated. Yeah, uh, the you know Bankman Fried was going to testify. The Department of Justice had other ideas. <laughs> they they said to the Bahamian authorities, authorities, we have an, an indictment, so you have to arrest the guy. Um, kind of amazing, Anna, to think about. Like when we when we thought about getting into the financial services space, um, one of the one of the people that we thought was very interesting and in making a lot of moves was Sam Bankman Fried, and now he's going to be in, most likely. It seems like he's been arrested. He could be in prison. Um, after his 30-something billion dollar company collapsed. I mean, it's um, a, quite a turnabout, but this, this hearing is going to go on either way with the current CEO of FTX, who is you know trying to put the pieces back together and salvage fr- some money for investors, et cetera. Um, uh, we will be all over this hearing today uh, with, with coverage in our midday and, and, 
uh, I think just our midday edition. Senate has Senate banking has a hearing also with some people who were experts and some people who were associated with FTX. So um, an interesting day on the financial services front. All right. With that, just a quick reminder, we have our last virtual event of the year. I'm going to be sitting down uh, virtually with Senator Ron Wyden, uh, the Democrat from Oregon, to talk about building trust in technology. Uh, he uh, was one of the co-authors of Section 230B, so has a lot of thoughts on this. Hope you can tune in. You can sign up for that at punchbowl.news. And just a reminder, please leave us a rating and review. Share the Daily Punch. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.